Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. where me, Nicole Byer, is trying to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could uh, say you want to date me and then cook pickles for me every night. I don't like pickles. I guess you wouldn't cook pickles. I don't know. Anywho, <laughs> my guest today is a comedian, actress, and screenwriter. You've seen my guest in 22 Jump Street, Workaholics, Eastbound and Down, Britney Runs a Marathon, and you can hear both of us on The Poll, which is a new animated show on the Sci-Fi channel. It's whoa, 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 Jillian Bell! <laughs> oh my goodness. That was that was an intro for the ages. I mean, my favorite was the wah, wah, wah. That was like the club sound, correct? I've never been to a club. Yeah. Is that correct? You've never been to a club? <laughs> no, I have. I'm lying. I've been probably twice. I actually went once and I arrived early. And I thought that the club was, I was like, oh, the club's shut down. It did. It wasn't a successful <laughs> business. And in fact, it just doesn't open until like 11 o'clock. And I showed up at 945. Mm -hmm. So. That's adorable. <laughs> That's so adorable. I love that so much. I've never <laughs> arrived at a club before like 1130 noon, or not noon, <laughs> midnight. Noon. <laughs> I get there at noon, bright and early. See, that's what I didn't do. I didn't show up in the afternoon. I showed up in the evening. That's what you have to do. That's when the clubs are popping. <laughs> They're serving lemonade. <laughs> so, Jillian, do you consider yourself a homebody? 
I am very much a homebody. Yes. I'm not a, um, I'm not a cancer, which are traditionally more homebodies. I'm a Taurus, but I am definitely a homebody. Are you? Yes and no. Uh, so like in the beginning of the pandemic, fucking losing my mind. I was like, I have to get out of my house. This is bad. I don't like it. And now I'm like, okay, I would like to get out of my house. And then when I leave my house, I'm like, this is very nice. I like this. We should go back to my home soon. (laughs) That's where all my things I've curated and bought. Uh, (laughs) I had that yesterday. Yesterday was the first time that I went out of the house and I, you know, I double masked and I went into a couple of stores and I realized I was like, oh, you can be happy again. All you need to do is go shopping. This is the, yes, <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> yeah. I went to world market. This was mm. maybe last week. I went to world market. I went to a Ross dress for less. I think I was in Burbank. Where was I? Is uh. Glendale? I think it's Glendale. Uh, and I just like bopped around from store to store and I was like, this is exhilarating. <laughs> You're describing the perfect combination. It's like the Target, the Ross Dress for List, the TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. the Home Goods, the. Uh, uh, remember like Barnes and Nobes? Is that still a thing? Are they are they still a thing? Yes. I don't know where there's a brick and mortar, though. I would like to go. I love leafing through a book. The way you said that, it was so flirty. <laughs> I love leafing through a book. I, it's it's a fun time. It is a fun time. It's okay. So you have been, you're now in the place where you'd like to be out and about in society, but then yes. immediately go, come back home. Yeah, because you know sometimes you'll just be like, oh boy, not everyone's wearing a mask here. Uh, not everyone's caring about their fellow human. Yeah. So then you start like getting annoyed and it's not like I'm not like one of those people who's like you have to wear a mask to spread disease I'm like at this point it's just like a respect thing a lot of people are vaccinated just be respectful like they ask you to put them I was at the flea market earlier today the the Pasadena Rose Bowl flea market it's (gasps) back baby oh my goodness this is the best news ever okay yeah and it's honestly it was a nice fun time uh and there wasn't a lot of people so they allowed a certain amount of people in and then waited till people left to let other people in. So it was just easier to navigate. It was honestly kind of nicer than normal time. Yeah. Uh, so you get your, your time in. Yeah. You get your time. You like, you're like, okay, I've seen things I should just leave as opposed to like hanging around and getting food. And it's just, it was more to the point. But then there was these like cool teens who were like in their cool vintage clothes and like big, big shoes. <laughs> And they didn't have masks on. And I was like, ah, well, who's going to tell these cool teens to put on a mask? Certainly not me. They're too cool. And I'm scared of the teens. Oh, I would be too. I am definitely nose police. If someone wears the mask but has the Mm. nose dip out, I'm just like, your nose is taking a dip, sir. Like, how is it that you can (laughs) actually say something to someone without sounding like, a total jerk. And I don't, I haven't figured it out yet. I, I seriously go to make a sentence of like, cool, stay cool, stay casual, especially if it's a younger person, mm-hmm. like a teenager. I'm like, hey, how cool is skateboarding? Also, <laughs> wouldn't it be fun to mask up 
that nose. Like, I cannot figure <laughs> out how to say it in a cool way that doesn't make you sound like a total jerk. There isn't a cool way. And I think you just sound like a nerd. But when I'm having like a one-on-one conversation with somebody, I'll just start to slowly back away from them. <laughs> and then I'll put my, like, I'll just adjust my mask. And then sometimes they'll go, oh, I'm so sorry. And I go, thank you. <laughs> See, that's very smart. That's very smart. I just stare at people and they don't know why I'm looking at them. And then I just, I want, I want to like put it in their brain. So I'm like casting a little wizard spell from afar, but it's mm-hmm. not working. None of my spells are working on the people. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll work. Jillian, Maybe. I think you're so fucking funny. We've only gotten to work together one time yes. and it was really delightful. It was. Uh, but what I, <laughs> what I love about you is like, you're a very sweet human being because it wasn't acting. You were on Nailed It. And wait, did that air? Yes. Yes. Is that out? Yeah, that was okay. like that. My sisters watched it like three times, so I know it's out. <laughs> I've just done so many episodes and I'm like, wait, has this come? Can I? Am I You're spoiling like, Spoiler. It? Oh, no, no, no. It's out, baby. It's out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you were you, so it was like lovely. And then I'll watch you in like 22 Jump Street, and I'm like, oh boy, Jillian's so good at being like, like mean. <laughs> I rarely get to play like a totally like bitch, but when I do, it's so much fun. It's so much fun to improvise that way and and play around. And um, yeah, I wish I got to do it more. I, I've fallen into a love for just idiots now. I just love playing mm-hmm. morons. It's so much fun for me. I feel like it's the only thing I'm writing for myself now. <laughs> <laughs> Typecasting myself now as a stupid person. Um, but it's really fun and joyous. I love it. I mean, stupid people have fun. I, like, I yeah. love a dumb person. Me too. I love a dumb person. Wait a minute. We need to – I know – well, I don't want to guide this podcast, but I really do want to talk about I'm single too. I'm single too. Okay, then we'll jump right into it. Sometimes I try to wait because I never know. I try to like <laughs> like slide in questions about love because I no. never know if people like really actually want to talk about it. No, because like here's the thing. I was like, oh man, the Rose Bowl market is open. This is exciting. But also we're both single and what the hell and what's happening and we need to fix this. So how do we do that? I don't know. There were so many cute boys there, but they were all being led around by like a lady in wide pants and a crop top. It was very upsetting for me. So wait, how long have you been single? I mean, it's probably been a couple of years. I mean, I've been dating, but nothing's really sticking. Uh, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. What about you? I have been single my whole dang life. No, that's not true. Yeah, I've never had like a boyfriend where that the other person is like, we're, <laughs> I don't even know how it happens. Like, <laughs> like when you get in a relationship, is there a day where someone's like, you're my boyfriend? <laughs> you know what's cute? Okay, so I'll tell you this story. Uh, the one guy that I dated the longest, I had known him forever and um, he never lived here and then he finally moved here and then it was on and we fell in love very quickly. And, uh, one day he was, um, I, I'm from Las Vegas. He was coming back to Las Vegas with me for Thanksgiving and he, we were in his pickup truck and he was like, Hey, uh, I just want to ask you 
would you be my girl? And I thought it was the cutest thing. It's still probably the cutest thing anyone's ever said to me. And I was like, yes. And I thought it was so sweet. And then we got to Thanksgiving with like all my family and friends and everyone. And I was like, this guy's my boyfriend. And he was like, wait, what? And I was like, you asked me to be your girl. He's like, yeah, not like my girlfriend. I was like, I'm your girlfriend. And then forever we were just together. Like we were boyfriend, girlfriend from then because I stated it. But he <laughs> asked me. Wait, that's so wild. So he truly was like, be my girl. Yeah. And then you were like, I'm going to add a friend. And then you were like, I'm his girlfriend. And then he was like, aghast. That's insane. I mean, maybe he was like the leader of a sex cult. Maybe that's how you join. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, I'm not your boyfriend. Lay off, lady. <laughs> No, but I did think that was so funny. And I immediately got too comfortable and was like, you're my boyfriend. Chill out. And then he was like, okay, I'm your boyfriend. (laughs) And then how long did you date? We dated for about a year. And that was it. That's my longest relationship. But that's like a good chunk of time. A year is a long time. I've just learned how long years are. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It It is a good chunk of time. But like, you know... Second to that was probably like three months or so. Like I haven't had long, I don't date for a long period of time if I don't feel like it's moving towards marriage. I don't know. Are you the person who ends the relationship or do you wait for the other person to do it? I usually end it. That relationship without getting too into it was he ended it because he thought I was going to end it. Um, Mm. which, yeah, it kind of, it was, there were problems that I thought we had to solve. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I'm usually the one that ends it. See, what a treat. I wish I was the one who, and I always hang on to like my little two month long relationships being like, I can make this work. I can, and I'm not one of those girls who like loses themselves to a boy. Right. I just... Adjust. I'll be like, sure. Yes, I can watch wrestling, but then I can always like I can find a fun thing about wrestling <laughs> to talk to someone about. But like, I'm always like, yes, I will make. Uh, I will. I will change this thing about me if, if this could go on longer, and that's not great. I know. I know. You know what? I'm gonna pause one second to close the door because my dog just nosed the door and walked in and then thought I was boring and walked out. (laughs) Hang on one sec. Hang on. Okay. What kind of dog do you have? I have two. I have a German Shepherd mix. They're both rescues. And um, the other one is a Great Dane mix. And she's 114 pounds. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like a small person. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Wait, do you... Do you take them places? How do you take a 100-pound dog anywhere? I'd love to take them places if they didn't have uh, such uh, anxiety. They the, the smaller one has more anxiety, and the little one has, like, picked up on it. Um, I can take uh, the Great Dane mix some places, though, because even though she's big, she usually barks at one, usually a kind older woman. And then... <laughs> She's delightful the she's rest like, of the time. I know time. you're bad. Yeah, you she's like. You might look kind, but I know you're awful. She's like, I know you're awful and you're close to death. No. Um, <laughs> she, I don't know why she barks at an older woman, but uh, 
I, uh, yeah, but she, so I end up taking her a lot of places, but I feel like she would be a good use in like picking up a, a nice dude, maybe. That's what, like, I feel like dogs are a conversation starter. My friend Francesca said that she used to get hit on a lot when she was pregnant. So I guess. What? Men. Yeah. I think men are just like, oh, you're taking care of something. (laughs) I like this. Will you take care of me? And I'm always like, yes, please. I I would love another project. I need something to take care of. Uh, Are you on the apps at all? I am on the apps. I'm on... Which ones? Raya, and I'm on okay. Bumble. Although, I don't I don't know if I should stay on Bumble. I feel like I'm not sure about Bumble. Are you on those? So, I'm, I maintain, I do not like Raya. I think it's, like, rather elitist, a little racist. Um, I'm on Bumble, but... For me, I have zero luck on Bumble. I have never had yeah. a good conversation with anybody. Nothing. Yeah, Bumble is very tricky. And and I, I feel like I've been on a couple of dates where the person didn't quite look like their pictures, which is fine. And I mm-hmm. love a great catfish episode, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, but I... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And the Raya one, I don't know how anyone meets on Raya. I don't think I know a single person who has met someone on Raya and it's been good. No, it feels like you go out with the DJ once and (laughs) and, you know, you have a colorful conversation and that's all it can be. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, that's it. Because it's all like DJs and models. Um, And then I was on, so I found one specifically for fat ladies, but then the more I was like looking into it, I was like, I think all of these are fake accounts. Like, I don't think these people are, are real. Really? Because almost all of the profiles were in like broken English and not that there's anything wrong with it, but I was like, every single one, Mm. nobody knows sentence structure on this app. (laughs) Okay. Just says... Treat good dinner. And you're like, what? Uh-huh. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, a lot of them are like, um, ah, shit. I had some screenshot it, but I don't think I do anymore. But a lot of them are like, looking for wife, no drugs, please no heroin. <laughs> and it was more than one. You know what would be delightful if that guy didn't have an experience uh, with that, with like a breakup with yeah. uh, someone who did heroin? He just for some reason saw it in a movie once. And he was like, oh. Never want that to happen. So, never yeah, want that. That seems like to a happen. lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I recently had a um, a psychic reading. Yes, because I was watching The Real Housewives of Potomac, and there was a. I guess, yeah, I guess he's a psychic reader person. And I was like, oh, better get on Google and see if he's available. He was available, and this was in like. December and then he wasn't available till March so I was like booked up okay that means he's probably pretty good yeah he was pretty good he like knew things that are not googleable and he told me he was like you're not gonna meet anybody from apps so have fun 
but you're not going to meet a single person from one. And then he cited a specific job that I had that he's like, that's where you're going to meet someone. And he gave me their initial. And then he was like, you're going to meet them at the end of the year. And I was like, okay. But I had already seen this horoscope lady or an astrologer. That's what, yes, Mm -hmm. an astrologer. She said I was going to meet someone in March. So I was like looking around And then I had the psychic reading where he told me I was going to meet someone later. And I was like, is this the universe just being like every couple of months you're going to meet someone who's going to tell you when you're going to meet someone. And in that when you meet them, you're just going to meet someone else who's going to be like, you're going to meet them then. And then you never meet anyone. And then I cried in the shower. But then my period came. So everything is okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was the perfect description of every single woman. It's just like, I, I, by the way, have done two of those psychic readings. Uh, one was um, on my own when I was 34. I'm 36 now. And I talked to her on the phone and she gave me specifics. Same. You can't find them on Google. And then she's like, okay, as soon as we got on the phone, I didn't want to lead her. So I, she said, do you, um, do you have something specific you want to know about? And I could have said love. And I was like, no, if you don't get to it, maybe I'll bring it up. And she was like, okay, so mm-hmm. you want to talk about love, but that's not what's coming up first, your career. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so so we talked about that. And then she said, okay, love. And then she's like, um, oh, okay. Do you want to know his name? And I was like, know his name? She's like, yeah, his name is David, Dave. And I was like, she's like, you're very intuitive though. What do you think about that? And I was like, I feel like it could be a middle name. I don't know. I'm not like seeing it, but maybe she, and it was so weird. And she's like, you'll meet him when you're 36. How old are you? And I was like, 34. She's like, yeah, 36. You like meet, get married and have a baby or get pregnant and then get married. Like it's all, it all uh-huh. happens very quick. And I'm like, huh? And then I'm like 36 and I'm in a pandemic and I'm like, oh, where's David? <laughs> Dave. Dave. Um, I don't know where he is and I don't know if the pant, I'm like, so what do I believe? And then I talked to a second psychic who was basically like, it's coming within this year. And I'm like, yeah, I I don't know if they just like to do that of like, say it's coming within a year. Like you said. Mm -hmm. Well, did the second psychic have Dave's name? No, she didn't have Dave's name. Okay. (sighs) She just. Said career stuff's going to go well, which is lovely to hear. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, where's my person? And I feel the same way. You do? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where I'm like, I can to a certain point control my career. I won't get some parts that I want, but it's also like, oh, so then I, I can just write something. And then maybe that will get some traction. And then maybe I'll get the part that I was meant to get. Like, you can just do different things. But with dating, it's like, well, there's not a person there. There's not a person there. Yeah. It feels like there's no steps to take, even though everyone's like, well, get on the apps. Do the thing. And I'm like, the the apps don't feel like they work unless it was 10 years ago and it was Match.com. I I just don't know how anyone is meeting anymore. I mean, now, especially with the pandemic, it's like – have mm-hmm. you have you been trying to date during this time? Yes and no. So I like have been swiping, have been talking to people, but then my jobs kept threatening to shoot. So I was like, okay, I have to be careful because right. if I get sick, I cost people money. Yeah. Um 
So then I was like, okay, I'll like FaceTime people. So I FaceTime this one man and that wasn't good. I was running late. He had friends coming over and that was in May. And I was like, it's the beginning. You get that. So we're not, we're not meant to be. Um, and then I went on a date in person to a park. We like both wore masks. We stayed six feet away. Mm. Not really the best way to date somebody, but no. I know some people who've met in the beginning of the pandemic and are now like engaged. So but I, I, <laughs> I feel like those were the beginning of the, you said it right. Like, I feel like those were the beginning of the pandemic people who like got together and they were like, well, let's just like bunk this out. Let's 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 mm-hmm. be together. We'll be each other's pod. And then they're like, but the crazy thing is none of those people know what they're like when they're wasted at a party. <laughs> wow. You're yeah. absolutely right. Right. They've only seen this one version of them, but when the world opens up, they might be a completely different person. So do I have to wait till like the world really opens up and then people get pandemic divorced? Oh, maybe. Maybe. I think there I think there will be some pandemic divorces. It feels as yeah. though people are tired of their partners. Yeah. I was told the guy with a J, so I do a voice on the job that the that the psychic said I was going to meet him, and I just had to do some work on it, and I was like, okay, J, J, and I was looking on the Zoom <laughs> for a J, couldn't find one, and then I was like, the, the audio engineer, and I was like, hi, what's your name? He was like, not anything that began with a J, it was like Edgar, right. it's not his real name, but uh, we'll just say he's Edgar, Sure. and I was like, ah. Oh, Dang. And then I was like, oh, I should ask him what his middle name is. And then I was like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> don't be weird. Oh, uh, when I heard the name Dave or David, I immediately started like Googling people I knew or celebrities that I always had a crush on. And I'm just like, middle name David? Question mark. Like, just everyone. It's, it, it kind of it is like fun. And then it almost fucks with you where you're like, well, now I'm just mm-hmm. looking for this one thing. Yeah, I'm trying to like manifest it. Yeah. I don't I don't know how. I know. I don't I w- know how to manifest a, a person. I wish there was like okay, let me ask you this. What do you think about like a matchmaker? Would you do that? You no. Okay, this will sound like I hate myself. Uh to be clear. I don't, but I feel like if a man is going to pay a matchmaker, they don't want to pay for a woman who's not traditionally beautiful. And that's not to say I don't think I'm beautiful. I'm just not the standard or the norm of what's presented to people. I hear you and I raise you. I hate everything you just said. And I think that (laughs) anyone would be, if I was in a matchmaker and... I liked ladies, which I don't, unfortunately. But if I did and you were on there, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'd be so lucky. Like, I mean. I think women are different. I think women will be like, oh, but I like being with them. Sure, I wasn't attracted to them at first, but, like, I love who they are more than what they look like. Uh, I think that's why you see a lot of, like, very strange-looking men with beautiful women. I mean, and yeah. it hardly ever goes in the reverse. A traditionally, like, ugly man with a... Uh, wait, no. Wait, an ugly woman... Wait, I, like, mixed myself up. A... An ugly woman with a beautiful A woman? weird-looking woman with an 
with a beautiful man. Is with what a you're stunning saying. man. Yeah. Because stunning. like that hot man is like, no, no, I want someone who looks like me. Oh, wait, I'll read you this DM I got that has okay. a little something to do with this. Hi, Nicole. I'm a fan of yours, so I hope you don't take my question the wrong way. I read my DMs because people send me nasty come-ons that I read at the end of this, but then sometimes I'm like, wait, what does this say? So this, uh, so then it <laughs> says, do you ever feel like people only say you're attractive because they're conscious of the fact that you're an unconventionally attractive fat black woman and they support body positivity, not because they would generally try to fuck you or date you if they could. For example, I double tap Lizzo's body pics because I support her body positivity in her music career, but if she reached out wanting to date or fuck me do you I, I would not be interested do you think my mentality is problematic or reasonable uh, sincerely a curious fan and I read it and I was like but who wants to date you <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you who wants you yeah who are you why would anyone like I, I I don't know it's like a weird question because it it makes me feel like a lot of people think that fat women are just like dying to date any old person. I know. And I, know. I could do that. I just don't want to. No, no. And <laughs> oh my God, that is, it's so loaded with so many things. But I right? just, I was just thinking, picturing this person writing this message, there's no way that this person was like, you know, sitting there in a nice suit with their fancy watch and like typing it up while their girlfriend is naked and like cooking pancakes for them and like this beautiful <laughs> mid-century modern mansion. And you're just like, there's no, that's not who's writing this letter. This person mm-hmm. is writing out of their own insecurities in a basement in some city we've never heard of, correct? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't think a secure person would ask someone that question. It's a very weird question to ask somebody. It's like, I support you, but like, I have no desire to fuck you. And I'm like, but that's a lot of people. Like all of oh. the people who are my friends and I support, like, I'm, I don't want to fuck any of them. That sounds like a nightmare. Like, <laughs> like, like my roommate, John Millheiser is like, one of my best friends and also like my brother. I love John. I love John. Isn't he the best? Yes. He's so great. He's so great. He's so funny. He's on this Nickelodeon show right now where they just let him fall down a bunch. <sighs> and that is that is like where he shines. Mwah. My friend could fall down better than any person I've ever seen. <laughs> it's truly a talent to be like a good physical comedian. I I mm-hmm. do not I do not have that. I know a lot of people who went to like clowning school and I'm like what like went to be a study being a clown and learn physical comedy a certain way wow yeah Isla Fisher is one who like went and studied being a clown and I was like really (laughs) I'm like interesting it's very interesting it's a path I bumped into a table today and I have a bruise (laughs) from it so like (laughs) I am so far from being a physical comedian. Wait, wait. Nicole, I seriously have just hit an age where I had to learn how to... My dogs are barking. Should I pause for a second? Yeah. Quiet, babies! Um, I, I'm literally at the age right now where I've had to learn how to adjust my emotional reaction when I stub my toe. Because my family has told me... <laughs> It's so dramatic and ridiculous <laughs> and exaggerated that I had to like figure out how like 
when I stub my toe to go like, hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just dance it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a very dramatic person <laughs> when anything happens. Like, you can poke me and I'll be like, no! <laughs> I don't know. It's just like something's happening. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like fell in November and I uh, dislocated my ankle. And I think John thought I was being more dramatic than the injury until I saw him like look down at my ankle. And then I watched him get very like zen. And I was like, oh, this is bad because I oh, didn't, I haven't looked down yet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's like in a very. Like, even killed, like, hey, Nicole, I think we're going to call 911 and everything will be fine. And I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> then I looked down and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Me screaming was on par for the injury. Was it the size of, like, swelling or was it, like, bone sticking out? Or, like, what was happening? It's hard to describe, but like instead of my foot facing forward, my foot was facing, so my right foot was facing all the way to the right and up. And at my ankle, there was like, I'm from Jersey. So like to go left, you have to go right and we call them jug handles. Uh -huh. So yeah, like a handle on a jug. So like my ankle stopped and then there was like a weird bulb that like swooped out and then my foot, <laughs> it truly, it looked like, yeah, like a doll. Like if you broke a Barbie ankle and it was just like, you could just move it around. It looked wild. It was truly <laughs> incredibly nasty. And I was laying on my side and I was like, my foot is so close to my face and I can do a split. So like I can put my foot close to my face, but usually yeah. I'm like trying and exerting energy and force. And I was like, this is just here. This just lives here now. This is its home. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That sounds so painful. It was. And now I'm scared about moving. I'm like, I move very gingerly and I was doing a day on this uh, movie and base camp was like not super far from set, but it was far enough that you had to walk a little briskly. And I kept being like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm slow. My ankle. <laughs> and, and like, I have like a slight limp, but like not enough. Or you'd be like, oh, something's wrong with this person. And I wanted to be like, uh, invisible injuries are injuries too. Um, if someone has to go slow, please let them. <laughs> and then I was like, I feel so bad for people with like invisible ailments. Yeah. Like I, I got into this hole and this lady has one leg and has a prosthetic leg. So she parks in handicap because she's got a sticker because... It's it hurts. It hurts when you walk on a prosthetic leg. Yeah. And she doesn't look like she has a prosthetic leg. So she says every time she gets out of her car and she's very young and looks sporty. So people will be like, you're not handicapped. Da -da -da -da, don't park there. And I was like, this must be so hellish for everybody. Oh, my God. What does she and do? And I only get like a glimpse into it. Hmm? I, I don't know what I would do if I were her. What does she do when people come at her? Or she is she like, oh. Let's calm down. In there. the video, she said, I'm allowed to park. I think she just says, I'm allowed to park here and we'll like, just show her sticker. Yeah. But it's, people are so rude. I mean, America. Am I right? America. America's wild. It's Have wild. you seen, okay, this is 
It's a real, it's a real treat, okay. but also nightmare. It's the QAnon documentary on HBO. Have you watched it? No, I'm dying to see it. Have you watched it? I watched half of it. And to me, <laughs> this one woman very seriously says, I tell the truth. I tell the truth about how the leaders in this world are satanic Satan worshipers who sacrifice babies and drink their blood. I revealed those truths. And I was like, mm, <laughs> ma'am, 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 ma'am. I mean, ma'am. <laughs> what, would I you, just, what would you do if I was honestly like, well, I mean, that is that is her truth. And that's that's real. That's very real. But then, can you imagine? I just start defending. I think I would be like, thank God bless. Like, if you were like, actually, I am cute. I believe in it. I post things. I think I would be like, I'm very cute. I think I would like, I wouldn't run away. And I wouldn't be like, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry I said that. I think I'd be like, oh, OK. So you have to unpack this for me. Yeah. And then that's why the rest, that's the rest of the episode. No, 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 no. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I want to watch this so bad. I love any kind of a docu-series right now. I I would do them all, all of them, all of them, especially if they have a little a little dash of murder I'm in. Oh, well, there's no murder in this, but I'm yeah. sure there will be soon. Uh, but it was it's a lot like the Bible. So like the Bible's parables, essentially. Yeah. Some people take parts literally and some are figurative, and it's however you want to interpret it. QAnon's posts are just like these arbitrary sentences that then people piece together and make YouTube videos about. And then other people, like everyone's like, Q's a bunch of people or he's one person or da 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 da. And it's like, so you believe in all this stuff that's just like up for interpretation? But I guess that's what religion is. I don't know. It's it's interesting. That is very interesting. That is very, I, I grew up Catholic and I, you know, as I, became older as you do you sort of like look back at everything and go well what do mm -hmm. i believe what and i'm more of a spiritual person than anything and um and it's so interesting because i was like oh the bible was just like teaching us some morals and some of them really don't hold up anymore mm -hmm. and we should correct those and then i'm like oh there's people out there who think everywhere which you know fine nobody knows anything what what's you know uh, but my opinion of it is just more like, oh, that was to, that's like telling children, like, here's a story of like not crossing the street and why you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. um, so, but it is interesting how when these new type uh, types of religions start, you're sort of just like, how, how did we get from one catchphrase to like, okay, now we're all, but, but I mean, it was the same with like Trump too, where mm -hmm. I feel like it came out of nowhere and I was just like, oh, this is a real, like, I remember being on set of Workaholics, like it was our last episode we were shooting and it was right before the final election. And I sent to a couple of the guys there, I was like, Trump might win. This is terrifying. And and they were like, he'll, I mean, he's never going to win. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is closer than we all think it is. It's so much closer. I was saying the same thing. You were? Yeah, because I was touring the Midwest. And I was like, like, you would land and there'd be like huge Trump flags. But like, that's the thing with QAnon. He is their Jesus. Like, they all hold him in such a high esteem. Is it one person or they don't know? So they don't know 
And P.S. I was also folding laundry and answering text messages. So like I might be misquoting this, but it started off on 4chan and went to 8chan, which is like some website and 8chan is less regulated or less moderated. So uh, and then like the person who hosts the website, they were like, why did Q choose you? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, is this person Q? <laughs> like, it's like, I was like, one of one of these people you're talking to who runs 8chan is or whatever and then i think trump found out about QAnon after it had been a thing and then played into it to then like not fuck with his supporters but like generate more of a loyalty to him i think he likes being this like deity if you will i don't know the whole thing is fucking fascinating and what it came down to for me i was like everyone needs a hobby like yeah. go outside, get on a, like roller skates, a skateboard, go fishing, uh, start writing some stories, publish the books. I don't know. It was. It's just so weird. What I would just, you do? I just love the idea of, you know what? You guys stop believing in this and go grab some roller skates, and we will see you outside. <laughs> and it is going to be fine. It's going to be a okay. Just get well, on the other I'm side. I'm just of this. like. You're fighting for the wrong thing, like, as opposed to this, like, insane message board that leaves these insane clues and memes and shit. Why don't you go after government officials? Like, be like, I want change. You're too old to be in the Senate. Like, we have these decrepit old people who are making laws and they're making very bad choices. Like, our governor fucking sucks. Also, like, what they've done with, like, our unhoused population is real shitty they put up that fence around echo park lake and it looks worse than an encampment they like i mean that one was a nice one and they were like a community wait i don't know a thing about this what is this what happened oh so in echo park uh around echo park lake was an encampment and to me it was like rather clean and they had started like a community and they had a kitchen and they had bathrooms and I'm not saying that like encampments are great but if you're not going to put people anywhere then allow them to have a community outside Uh, so instead they like put them in these little I don't even know what to call them they're like jail cells and they're like homeless communities like temporary housing but you can't like fit all your shit in there And then you have to like give up your animals and stuff. So it's just like not the greatest thing. And then they put up this really awful fence. So you can't even like see inside. And I can't remember what they said they were putting the fence up for, but it's all fucked up. But it's like, as opposed to like reading memes about QAnon, like be like, oh, displacing people is sick. Like that sucks. Yeah, you're fighting for the wrong thing. You're fighting for the wrong thing right now. There's so many things that actually do need your help right now. And this is the, yeah, yeah, it does suck. What would you do if you met Dave and he was like, I love QAnon. I'm a patriot. I was there on January 6th. I I seriously think about this stuff all the time. It's kind of a like, what would I do if Dave did X, Y, and Z? I'm like, Mm -hmm. what would I do if Dave just, I mean, every birthday makes me watch a Star Wars movie. I don't... (laughs) I, I, and it's nothing against people who like Star Wars. Star Wars is obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong here. It's a huge uh, (laughs) franchise, but I am like, I don't have the energy to watch it. I can't watch anything where 
someone says, where's the glebogloryphin? And we never end up meeting that until the second uh, episode <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, I, I uh-huh. need to know who the glebogloryphin is now because I'm, I'm already like trying to learn all this new language. So maybe Dave does that. Maybe Dave was was uh, there at the Capitol. Man, that would really suck. <laughs> that would suck more than the Star Wars thing, to be clear. Yeah. Way more than the Star Wars thing. But also, like, I'm, okay, let me ask you this. What are your, um, oh, what is it called? Where you're like, hey, red flag, I can't do it, Um, your your rules. What's the word for red that? flags? Not red flags. Deal breakers? Deal breakers. What are your deal breakers? Do you have a deal breaker? Yeah. So like on a first date, if someone keeps talking about what they want to be doing and then I ask them what they're doing, they're like, just some bullshit job. Then I'm like, uh, I don't like I because you can have like a fluff job to get to where you want to be. That's a job that you love. Right. Like before anything was happening for me, I worked uh as a, I guess I was a secretary, a bad one. Oh, a receptionist. I was a receptionist at UCB and then nannying. And my families were really flexible and would like work with my schedule with auditions and stuff. And then I loved just being around funny people. Yeah. So it's like, I wasn't where I wanted to be, but like doing something I loved. Um, yeah. I hate when people are like, oh yeah, this fucking job until this happens. And I'm like, well, why are you doing that fucking job? Like go do something you love. That's a red flag. What's one of your red flags? Or deal breakers. I mean, this is, I feel like this is a lot of people's, but if they're, if they're rude to people that, Mm. that they feel like, uh, don't really matter, like, like waiters or something like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what, Mm -hmm. who are you? Why do you think you're better than anyone? Or I I don't know. I I think that's a big one, but I'm trying to think of like a weird one because I'm sure I have like a weird one. Um... I don't like dirty fingernails. <laughs> like I really, I, I'm looking at mine now. They're a little dirty because I, I need to cut them. They're gross. I just took my fake nails off. Uh, but yeah, I don't like men with dirty fingernails because I'm like, do you wash? Because boys are notorious for like not washing their butts for a while. Like boys are Ugh. dirty. Yeah, boys are very dirty. I actually am, I am a little known for dating men that have just, Slight bo, just slight body odor. <laughs> but is it noticeable only to you or to other people? No, to other people too. They go, "Wow, he's he oh. really is doing something physical during the day." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's very funny. I've never introduced like a boy I was dating to any of my friends. I don't even know how I do that. I don't know how to do anything. Wait, I'm like, I feel like, can I set you up with someone? Is there someone to set you up with? What, what, what Please. What, oh, that'd be so great. Um, what What's your type? Tell me about your type. Okay. I don't really have a type. Okay. I am okay with men, women, non-binary, okay. uh, however you want to identify I just, I'm not naturally inclined to go for women. I just refuse to close that door because that seems crazy just to me. Uh, and I've like, uh, there was one lady I truly fell in love with. I was like, she's never been nicer uh, to another person than me and I love her. Aww. And she was like, I'm getting married. And I was like, okay. <laughs> anywho, uh, <laughs> um, I, I like, in my brain, I would want someone taller than me. 
but I don't know if that matters. And I just found out I'm 5'5", so like a lot of people are taller than me. I thought I was 5'7 my whole adult life. And then I Ugh. met. I got into a fight with my friend Sashir because she says she's 5'7". Mm. And I was like, you're a liar because <laughs> I'm shorter than you and I'm 5'7". You're at least six foot. So she measured herself. She was 5'7". And it turns out I'm 5'5". Five five. <laughs> That's why I'm shorter than her. So someone taller than me. Okay. <laughs> great. Great. Um, someone with a career that they love. Yes. Um, friends. Uh, I, I think it's a real red flag when someone doesn't have friends. Yeah. And then, like, has to like me and be nice to me? I mean, by the way, that's on every woman that I know. It's on my list where I'm just like, they like me and they're into talking to me. <laughs> it's yes. like the saddest quality ever. It's like, well, yeah. Because I've dated so many dudes where I'm like, I feel like I'm bothering you. <laughs> That's and I was like, I don't want to feel like that. Oh, wait, Jillian, we have to take a break. <gasps> Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com newly with two U's with code DATEME20 newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. 
Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) I want people at home to know that there wasn't a commercial break and it was just a, we're taking a break and we're back. <laughs> uh-huh, that made uh-huh, me so uh-huh. happy. Okay. But yeah, I just want someone who's nice. I mean, yeah, I think that's what we all want. It's just someone who's lovely and who thinks we're lovely and mm-hmm. wants to have a pretty positive, lovely life. Those are the, those are the wants and needs. I don't even need to get married. I don't think I want to get married. But on the other hand, I do want to get married, if that makes any sort of sense. Well, what is it that you do that makes you want to get married? Okay. I want to wear a big poofy dress. Yeah. And I want to look really pretty and take pictures. <laughs> and then invite all my friends to, to come and be like, you look pretty. Yes. <laughs> And then, and then we all get drunk, and they're like, "You were so pretty." 
And then I'm like, isn't he pretty? He's good too. I love him. Yeah, I just, I like a public declaration. That seems nice. But then on the flip side, I don't, I don't want that person to have half of all my belongings. <laughs> well, I, I think that's what a uh, prenup is for, maybe. It's not sexy. But I think even with a prenup, if you are with someone for a certain amount of time, I think they're entitled to, like, something. But I here's think. the thing. If you're with someone for however long that must be, <laughs> by then they've earned it. Right? No! I don't <laughs> want to give you anything! <laughs> no, you're right. If I'm with someone for, like, 20 years and I'm doing pretty well, it's like, yes, I loved you. Here is something so you can keep the same lifestyle. Uh, you're Yes, you are absolutely right. Or you just go 19 years and like 364 days and then call it off so you don't have to worry about it. And then I go, bye, bitch. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, what are you looking for in a man? Um. Okay. I am looking for a guy who, oh my God, I have so many things rushing through my brain, who would love to go do something fun with me, but also would all like be great at just hanging with the dogs in bed, watching Dateline. And then, um, likes to have fun with me, but, uh, isn't, isn't weird about the fact that I work a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I want him to be, um, a kind person. And maybe have a, if I'm getting into physical descriptions, have, be able to have a beard. I really like beards. Ooh. Yeah. I really like beard, a little scruffy. And I like, I like a lot of hair. Even if your hair is short, just, I like, like thick, I have pretty thick hair too. So I just want to have like thick haired babies, maybe one, maybe two. And he has to be cool with the fact that. I'm really close with my family. Like my sister and I live together right now. We won't always live together, but we live together and my mom's like eight minutes away and it's just the three of us in our family. We're very close. So as long as he can put up with the three bell girls, then he's, he's a gem. (laughs) I, that's adorable. What a dream. I, my mom, she lives far away. She lives in heaven. But if my mom was alive, <laughs> my dad lives there too. Oh wow! I wonder if they're neighbors and they're friends. Uh, maybe they're friends. What's your What's your mom's name? Lily. <gasps> Lily and Ron have for sure met. They have for sure had a fun night out somewhere on the clouds. I love it. I hope so. But like, if my mom were still living. I would love to live near her. I would bother her so much. She'd be so mad she lived near me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're close to your family. That's like, that's just nice. It's sweet. It's very sweet. It's very like, we're definitely in each other's business to a level of which now we're working (laughs) on it, working on separating Mm -hmm. that a little bit, but we all just adore each other and we're, silly and loud and make up songs and and uh have a good time so yeah how old is your sister are you guys close in age we're she's five years older than me oh okay yeah my sister's she's a year and a half older than me 
I think. Yes, she's like a year, like a year and a half to to the day older than me. Uh, we couldn't live near each other, I don't think. I think she'd be like, you have to stop coming over. Please leave me alone. I'm trying to lead a very quiet life and you're loud. I feel like a year and a half is ma- like sometimes too close uh, in age mm-hmm. um, for some people. Like the five years apart, we were never in high school together. So we were never really competitive in that way. Mm-hmm. And she's like a, having a second mom almost. Like just another person telling me like, you can go out on a first date and don't sleep with him. And I'm like, everyone shut up. <sighs> everyone says that, but I'm like, the person who will love me will be so excited we slept together on the first date. <laughs> it's a part of the story. Yeah, but also I'm like, the last, so I've only waited <laughs> with one person and it was bad. Like, we never even like actually had sex because he couldn't get it up. And, then he like started spiraling and I was like, oh no. And then I was like, maybe he put too much pressure on it. I don't know. Uh, uh, so I don't wait. I refuse to wait. <laughs> but you like to just meet them and then have sex immediately, right? That's what you've told me before. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what I've told you before. <laughs> no. You're yes anding that terrible bro. I just pitched you. You just greet a person and then see yes. them naked. Yes, never, never even like have a drink, no, no conversation. I like a handshake. Well, now it's an elbow because of COVID. And then straight to the bedroom. It was always handshake to hand job. Just immediately get it there. <laughs> mm-hmm, Although I'm like dying to go to a bar. I can't wait. I'm not even like a big right? drinker. But I I will probably have like a glass and a half of something of wine probably, and then I will be like, "Who would like to take me home?" Because I am going with someone mm-hmm. else, someone new. <laughs> I have a fantasy of like having a Manhattan or like some sort of whiskey based drink and a very darkly lit bar, and then a good song comes on, and I'm like, "We all have to dance," and then everyone gets up and dances with me. If you want, if you want, when, you know, places get back to normal and we can be inside and it's safe to be kicking a jukebox and all that and a song comes on, I will do this plan with you. I will ask yes. if we're, we oh. don't know each other and a song okay. will come on and I'll ask them to crank it up, Joe, because there's someone named Joe that works there. Mm-hmm. And then we will meet in the center and we will start dancing and we will get everyone up off their feet. Honestly? That really excites me. It makes me very happy. And I'm like, (laughs) I just like, I have just this fantasy of it happening. I have a fantasy that like once things are open, we can all just freely dance when we want. (laughs) Yeah. I think we can do whatever we want. I feel like, I feel like a lot is going to happen. Like roaring 20s style, a lot is going to happen when we can come back. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like people will be like, I don't. Uh, wear pants anymore and we're like great Roger and like and then (laughs) Jane's gonna be like I had an orgy with my mailman and I can't wait 20 teachers yeah 20 (laughs) 20 teachers (laughs) I mean there are essential workers they worked really hard so the teachers in the postal service they're gonna get to have orgies baby (laughs) that's what we're announcing right here right now (laughs) 
right here, right now. You heard it here first on Why Won't You Date Me? The teachers and the post workers can have an orgy. Oh, boy. What a treat that would be. (laughs) (sighs) My goodness. Okay. We both need to manifest. Okay. We need to... Because I feel like both of us said it with, like, a smile that, like, uh, these people are like, you're going to meet Dave. I'm going to meet this man, Jay. Yeah. Um, I think we need to, like, manifest it. So here's what I did. And you can join me if you like. uh, But I've been, like, getting kind of hippy-dippy. And I've been burning incense. Yes. And I got this come – I think it's called come to me love candle from House of Intuition. (gasps) So – you let it burn for three days or however long it takes for it to burn completely. And I was scared and I already had one and I kept blowing it out, but they said it doesn't work if you blow it out. Uh, so I, I got another one okay. and I'm going to put it in like a thing of water and that's just so you feel safe, I guess. Um, and then you're supposed to like set your intentions into it and then let it burn for the three days or whatever. So I'm going to do that Monday evening. And if you want to join me, you can, and we can set our intentions and then love will come to us. Oh, I hope it works that way. That will make me very happy. I mean, I also, by the way, love the idea of putting it in water. How safe is that? And yeah, and I like, so wait, let me ask you another question about this. Are you going to write down who this dreamy person is or you're just going to say yes. love comes? You are. You're going to get no. specific. I'm going to write down the things that I want and be very, very, very specific because the last time I wrote down everything I wanted in a person, I got it. And he was not emotionally available, ready for a relationship, or wanting to commit. (laughs) Wait a minute. None of those things were on your list? No. I was just like, a fun time. Uh, Likes me. uh, (laughs) Thinks I'm sexy. And he thought all those things, and he, like, vocalized them to the point where I was like, oh, I guess I have to be more specific, which is a little annoying. And then, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And then we stopped seeing each other. And guess what he's in? A relationship. (laughs) Always, always the case. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And I don't take it too personally. I'm just like, oh, you just don't want to be in a relationship with me, which is nice that, like, you knew that (laughs) and voiced it. I don't like him. I've just decided. I've just decided I don't like that man. Good. I don't know. Me, actually, I'm pretty indifferent to him. He was rather... (laughs) Boring, but like funny. (laughs) Oh, so you weren't like rooting this on. You weren't like hoping you were. No, I was. I was very much rooting it on because on paper he was like great. And Mm. in person he was like rather great. But like after the fourth date, like there was no spark. And I was like forcing a spark. I was like, if I just bring matches to the date, there will be a spark. And it's like, no, if it's not there, it's not there. I know. That is a really hard thing to push. And I'm the same way. Like if I find that anyone has slight potential. I'm like, this is what it looks like when we're cooking in the kitchen. And this is what it looks like when you wake up in the middle of the night to like take care of our kid because I can't get it, but you've already offered because you're a great guy. Like, um, I know I go down that whole, whole thing. If they seem like they're like nice, nice enough. Um, Mm -hmm. but nice enough doesn't just do, we need great people. Yeah. And that's something I'm coming to terms with that. It's like, it's better to be alone than be with someone who makes you feel like you're not enough because I am enough and 
everybody is like everybody as a person is enough and you don't need someone to validate that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Although, God, your brain can trick you sometimes that you're not. Enough. Oh, yeah. My brain does that. Yes. Very well. <laughs> yeah. I uh, <laughs> I have to keep telling myself facts are not feel or no feelings are not facts. Yes. You can have a feeling. Yeah. You can spiral out a little bit, but like you have to come to terms with like it's not real. Yeah. And then sometimes when you're like, oh, it's me. That's why they didn't want to be with me. It's like, sure. But like, did you want to be with them? And then if the answer is like, yes, and it's like, well, you shouldn't because they don't want to be with you. And right. that's okay. Ugh, that one took me a long time to learn. That's a tough one. Oh, I truly just learned it. Like, I wish I could go back and text every man I've ever dated and been like, hey, really sorry for, like, uh, continuing to text after we were absolutely done. Uh, so sorry. But then you can't do that because then you're, like, crazy and you're texting them again. Oh, my God. I, I so many times where I've been in things where you see someone again and they're still not available. And yet you guys both do these like things of like, I don't know. I always feel like I've been in those scenes at a bar where like I run into someone who was like an ex or an ex thing, you, not an ex thing, mm-hmm. but do you know what I mean? Where it's like, we didn't date, but we kind of did. And then like, they say something super romantic and you do too. And then you find out they're still with someone and you're just like, Oh mm-hmm. man, are we in a movie? Cause this is really bad, cheesy writing and none of it's real. Yeah. And I need to actually connect with a human who's available and open to yes. a real possibility of relationship. So that was my early twenties for sure. And my late twenties as well. Yeah. I feel like that's early 20s, late 20s, early 30s. And now I'm 47 years old and finally figuring out life. You are not, are you 47 years old? No, but I like to say different ages. <laughs> I was like, you're not 47 and I, years honestly, old. Honestly, I cannot remember if I'm 34 or 35, <laughs> but I also might be 36. Maybe my sister's 36. I don't know. I just went through this with her. I <laughs> We were like on the phone and I was like, wait, how old are you? And then she was she like had a definite answer. And I was like, so does that make me 34? And she was like, no, wait, maybe I am. I was born, you know, well, I don't care. I refuse. I refuse to figure it out right now. I love that. So I'm, I'm about to have a birthday. April 25th is my birthday. And I'm turning 37. And I'm like, now I've passed, I think, two birthdays where people start to go like, happy birthday, ha- freeze your eggs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so I guess I should do that soon, but I don't want to. I'm like, dude, if you're out there and you're listening to this, just contact me because mm-hmm. I don't feel like freezing my eggs. My mom had me at 39, I believe. Okay. And she was told she couldn't have any more kids. So then my parents started raw dogging and then I came. <laughs> so I don't, I I feel like women can have children like into their 40s. They can. I, I think it's like harder, yes. but you can. Well, I think it was after, I could be wrong about this, but I think it's like after 35, it's considered like a geriatric pregnancy, which is the saddest thing Ever. Wow. Yeah. Dang. A geriatric. Yeah. (laughs) That's very funny, but also, I guess, uh, horrifying and sad. (laughs) Very, very horrifying. I would hate for someone to, like, 
spread my legs and be like, all right, let's look at this geriatric <laughs> pussy. I'd be so upset. I'd be like, you're a gynecologist. You can't just say pussy at me. <laughs> I just picture like the baby coming out of the womb, but with a little walker, just like. <laughs> oh my goodness. That I love. That really, that's a treat. I would love a baby to, like, if I, the only way I would have a child is if there was an option to have it walk out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I lay down and the baby just like walks out of me and is like, hello. I'd be like, great, let's do that. Oh my! I, well, I always see like, who was it? I think it was Kourtney Kardashian who has pulled all. Did she have three of kids, four kids, whatever she has? Uh, really, all of her kids out just herself, just like like going down there and like picking them up under their shoulders. I guess I'm like that's cool, kind of. It's I kind of would want to do that if I could. I don't think I'd want to pull something out of me. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I barely want to pull my diva cup out. Like, I can't pull a child out of me. <laughs> I, That's I, too much. I don't know. I would just, it's it's very like Lion King to just like pull this child <laughs> out of your vagina yes. and hold it up to the, to the sun. Um, I drank a CBD weed soda last night. And I was sitting outside and I was like thinking about childbirth and I was like, how intense. And then I was like, oh my God, women's days and lives are intense. So you have PMS the week before you start bleeding for a week. You're only like normal for two weeks, (laughs) two weeks out of a month. (laughs) And then men just walk around normal every day and they murder people and stuff. Like, (laughs) I just don't get it. They murder people. They murder us. They murder ladies a lot. <laughs> yes. Maybe. And it's like, oh, I made you mad. I'm sorry. I'm dealing with these irrational thoughts and I can't figure out why. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm bleeding later. It's I. Yeah, I, it's I just saw, truly intense. I just saw this thing today that was saying that until 1993, senators were required to wear skirts or dresses. They couldn't wear pants. Like if they were doing anything at the oh. Capitol or anything. And it wasn't until 1993 that they could wear pants. Huh. I was sort of like, this feels very late. Very late. Yes. And I was just like, what? So wait, they had to like figure, they had to, you know, know their shit, show up, mm-hmm. and have shaved their legs every time they went in. No, thank you. I mean, yeah, women are held to such a such a different standard. And then I was thinking last night, I was like, so how did men get to be the ones who get paid more and in charge of everything? And I was like, oh, during PMS, you can gaslight a woman. <laughs> because that's when they're their most vulnerable. And then you have your period, and then you're in pain. And then you're just like, yes, whatever you said last week is fine. And then when you're two weeks at your normal, you're like, Oh, well, this rule's now been put in place. Wow, rats. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, PMS and a little gaslighting, that's my favorite cocktail. You know, it really gets me hot and going. <laughs> <laughs> mm, just a little PMS gaslight cocktail. Mm. Ooh, I'm upset and everyone's telling me I did something wrong that I didn't do wrong. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
Jillian, truly, I could talk to you for 20 more hours. But we can't! Oh, why? <laughs> because, I don't know, I think episodes are only supposed to be an hour long. That's what I've been doing and no one's told me otherwise. Okay. So, yeah, I guess, so I guess we could just, at some point, talk to each other on a phone or on a FaceTime. That would be lovely. I really enjoy you, Nicole. I mean, I would like to be your friend. I think it'd be really nice. <laughs> I would like to be your friend as well. I honestly feel like I know John. I know you now more. Like, let's all do something at some point when we're vaccinated and feel safe. That would be nice. Yes. He's vaccinated, I think, fully next week or in two weeks. Oh, my God. Have you had your shot yet? Your first one? I have had my first one. I haven't had my second one yet. But I'm excited. Okay. Excited to get that. Well, done. I'm gonna give you my number because I want you to be my friend. Okay, I would like that very much. Okay, this this is nice and easy. This is cute. sometimes it's hard to make friends. <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't it funny that like like we both started off and we're like we're single and we're ending being single, but we found a friend. You know, mm-hmm. there's something really sweet about that. I like it, Jillian. Before we go, do you have anything you want to promote? I mean, our show, The Poll, it's on Sci-Fi every Wednesday at 11.15. And I have a show that I was on, No Activity. They're, I think they're in their fourth season. And um, the season has been animated with motion capture, which was really cool to do. And oh, cool. Yeah, and that's out now. I think it's on, I, I could be wrong about this. I think it's, I think it's on, on Paramount Plus. 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 Yes, Paramount Plus. <laughs> That's how I like saying all the plus networks, and I don't know why. I say Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, <laughs> Paramount Plus. It makes it just a little fancier. I like that. There's so many of them. Yeah, it's just a little fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, and I have to get Paramount Plus because uh, Drag Race All Stars is only going to be on uh, Paramount. So I got to get it. And then I'll watch No Activity. So it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. Wait, I just thought of something, too. And then I, will, I won't delay anymore because I know we're going too long. Do you think that when we date people, we should call ourselves, like, Nicole Plus and Jillian Plus? It's like, it's like you don't get access to all of my streaming until you've mm-hmm. completely registered by calling, like, committing. And then you're on Jillian Plus or Nicole Plus. Yes, I like that. Okay. That works for me. Do you want to be part of Nicole Plus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meet this man. He's going to be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Just say your friend Jillian made you do something weird. <laughs> My new best friend Jillian made me do something weird. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> I forgot to ask you a question. Great. Would you date me? A million times over, baby. A million times over. Oh, yay. Thank you. I would date you, too, which is why you're going to be my new friend. (laughs) That's the end of this podcast. I haven't figured out love, but I got a new friend. If you like this episode of Oh, I Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe. Uh, If you leave me, like, a nasty review, uh, either on Apple Podcasts or, like, I don't know, I got an email that... I give out, but somebody went to a Kia dealership and left that email there. So now, and his name is Josh. Josh left uh, baconcansave at gmail.com at the Kia dealership. So now Kia's been bugging me about a car. Josh, I don't need a car. So anyway, this nice person wrote to me. 
I want to be at a party and Animal House style wrestle you. We would start out with cool headbands and shiny thongs and start battling in a lube-filled kiddie pool. We would throw punches but slip right off each other till we fell on top of each other and accidentally caught each other's gaze. And all of a sudden, the fighting has made us horny. And we start making out and rolling all over the pool. Whoop! My fingers slip right into your lubed-up pussy. <laughs> and yours and mine. We forget that there's a crowd watching us and finger-baying each other around the kiddie pool till we're too tired and take a nap. A nap in front of all the people? Wait, that's the part that freaks that- you out the most? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Imagine being at a party. Two women start wrestling in a lubed up kiddie pool, and then they finger blast each other, and you're like, should we be watching? Oh my god, and then they pass out and go to sleep. That would be the weirdest thing. <laughs> that actually would be a weird part because at least like people have imagined that. That's been like a fantasy before, but the end mm-hmm. is a twist. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yes. Because then you're like, are they dead? Should we help them? Should we just leave them? Are they okay? <laughs> it would just cause so many queries. So many queries. Wait, is this written by Josh, the guy with the Kia car? No, this, this is a different is person. By, who is this written by? I'm just curious if the Josh is not the J for you. No, Josh cannot be the J for me because he signed me up for, I've gotten at least 16 emails from Kia. And I only check the email like once a week, but I was like, this is too many emails from the Kia dealership. So mm. then I had to unsubscribe from the Kia dealership. And then I was like, oh no, they probably think they lost a, like a customer who's going to actually buy something. And then I felt bad. And then I was like, well, who cares? Yeah. They'll be fine. Not your guy. Put you through too much worry. Yeah. Goodbye, Josh. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.